I think we would all admit that we live in confusing and challenging times, especially when it involves working in the built environment. The office setting is very different than it was just two years ago. The future is all but unpredictable for many. To discuss the topic of the built environment and what facility owners and managers need to know, today I'm pleased to welcome Chris Arlen to our program. My name is Jeff Cross and this is Straight Talk. Chris, welcome to our program. Glad to have you. I know that we go back a little bit. The article uh, you wrote on rebuilding trust in the built environment, great piece of content that we ran on ISA today. Thanks. The words you wrote back then, that was October 2020 when you put that together. Do those words still stand? Tell us about that. Yes, unfortunately, they do. There was a lot of doom and gloom back then. This was pre-vaccine, right? So back then, it was like, Oh my gosh, 400,000 potential dead, right, by January of 21. And unfortunately, that came to pass. And so even in the worst case scenario, it seemed to hit it. Now we're looking at today, right, we've already passed double that, 800,000 deaths in the U.S. Now we're looking at a million deaths, uh, probably March of 2022. So the, the prognosis was, I think, pretty spot on. I think the the sad part was, I think the things that I proposed as prescriptions were probably overly optimistic, right? I just, you know what I mean? I think we were in it. We thought, oh my gosh, the vaccines are going to come. End of story. And unfortunately, here we are starting uh, beginning of year three of pandemic. So uh, I was just a little overly optimistic on uh, on the solutions. Well, you know, pandemics are meant to be predicted, I suppose you could say, and how we work in buildings and going back to, you know, I'm seeing um, these large corporations are now postponing their coming back, but they're, they're still putting it out there that it's going to happen. Tell us about the position we're in now. Are we better off, worse off? I, I think we are way better off. I mean, let's, we're not 2020. We are uh, so much better off. Uh, obviously, that's if you're vaccinated. That's if you're, uh, as we're finding out today, double vaxxed, meaning, you know, J&J was better than nothing, but now it shows that the double vax of Moderna and Pfizer were better and being boosted. So now there's even talk about boosting in another six months. So um, I am double vaxxed and boosted. And in May, I don't know if I'll have the second booster, but we are far better off. We're far better off just not because of just the vaccines, but we know what works. Um, There are no guarantees, but I'm going to take personally, I will take the odds of getting a vaccination and a booster rather than just gambling. So if I get sick, I'm not going to die. Hopefully I'm not going to be in hospitalized. So I think we're far better off. We know what kind of works. We do have um, uh, boosters and vaccines, and the science behind the boosters and vaccines is really, uh, they can modify it very quickly because uh, Omicron is not gonna be the last one. There's gonna be Sigma or whatever else the next Greek letter will be. So I think we're, we're, we're looking at ways to get back to normalcy. 
And we are far better off in 2021 this time than we were obviously in 2020. And 2022 is coming our way. So let's talk about the built environment and how all of this is a moving horizon, a mirage, you might say, and what we can do about it. So any advice there? Yeah, no, that was that was your expression. Very good. It is. The, the, the moving horizon, the mirage, is that science is learning and figuring out things as we go. So we might hear, like originally in 2020, oh, maybe masks don't help. Of course, as more science comes up, you found that masks did help slow the spread, right? So as we go through and a new variant shows up, uh, we learn more about it then I think um, the ability for us to accept the uncertainty that we're in, I'd call it the no man's land because it's, I think we, we can just give up on the idea of the end of COVID. We're moving into that endemic where it's continually with us. And what we do is find ways and use this, do the smart things, which are vaccines and boosters and masks um, to help, live with it because it's not going away. There's just not enough. We never got to herd immunity and that just won't be happening. Okay. So my last question is about the office as a destination or a dreaded workplace. Give us some advice on what facility managers can do to make it a better place where people want to come back because the ISSA world's all about the office and we clean them. Uh, what do you think about that? I think that's our big, uh, in ISSA, the Jansan industry, the BSCAI industry, I think that is our biggest challenge. It's an obligation and it's an opportunity for us as an industry to help regain the trust and the confidence of office workers returning. So it's not just doing our jobs well with the right products, the right processes and science, but Anything that we can do or even suggest to the building owners and managers, that's part of, I think, our job is to help them in that way. So, again, in the latest article, Rebuilding Trust yeah, for 2022, again, I hope these aren't overly optimistic, but a lot of these ideas, or there's like five or six of them, they are being done to some degree, but maybe not fully committed. Um, one of them, I think, is really aligning the words with what you, with what an organization says. So if you're a, a property manager, a building owner, if you say that people are the most important asset and their health is the most important, then spend money, spend money to do it. Whether that means uh, updating the HVAC system to the UVC uh, uh, disinfection, whether it means new digital signage to show the office workers as they return how often things were cleaned or when they're next planned to be cleaned, or even what's the occupancy in the building if some office workers feel you know a little paranoid about having too many bodies in the building. So there's a lot of things I think that can be done. Um, the remodeling of co-working spaces and, you know, offices used to be about density. They would optimize getting more people per square foot. Now it's just the opposite. It's looking at expanding that, remodeling co-working spaces, using technology to make more touchless interfaces like a, a conference room uh, a reservation or a, a digital concierge or 
lots of things that can be done um, that are already in train. They've already begun in, you know, near the end of 21, but there's still this reticence on the part of employees, office workers to come back. And you can see that in a lot of the large employers, they say they're moving to the hybrid model, right? Some days at home, some days working in the office, but the challenge is nobody really knows is that three days a week, two days a week, one day a week, do office buildings, do they stagger the entrance of people so that not everybody is there during normal working hours, right? You can shift them. Um, there's a lot of things that are in play. This is the no man's land, the uncertainty that we're in. And I think that's the normal state we'll probably be in while this moves, COVID moves from pandemic to endemic. So I think we're not yet to a place where there's certainty about how many people come into the office or what a building owner and manager should do and should spend.